0: Welcome to Dropping In, a podcast of storytelling and interviews with your host, Winter Olympian Mercedes Nichol. Thank you so much for dropping in on episode 11. This series, I'll be chatting with a diverse group of Whistler kids who grew up in the same small Canadian mountain town as me. A lot of talent has come out of our town, Whistler. I'll be dropping in with actors, Olympians, business leaders, DJs, and so much more. Today, I chat with our first Whistler kid. Let me introduce episode 11's guest that we'll be dropping in with. She's trilingual. She's a very sought-after DJ, having started her DJ career in London, England in 2006, where she lived modeled, and DJed for eight years. She's performed at some of Europe's most coveted events, the Brit Awards' official after-party, the Red Bull cliff-diving event, the most popular nightclubs in Ibiza, and all over Europe. She's the founder and designer of a clothing company, and like me, she grew up in Whistler, British Columbia, Canada. She's a friend a sister, a daughter, a model, a DJ, a founder, and designer, and a Whistler kid. Let me introduce Natalie Morrell. How's it going?
1: Good. How are you?
0: I'm good. Thank you. So I start the podcast dropping in real hot and heavy with the rapid fire 10 questions. Let's do it. Are you ready? I think so. (laughs) All right. As you're a Whistler kid, I've formed these to be very Whistler-esque, if that may. Number one.
1: Whistler or Blackcomb. I can't choose. It what? depends, no, you, on, it depends you on the day. Okay, to. fine. Blackcomb. What? Blackcomb. Okay, well, what were your what
0: pass did you have back in the day? Because you did you have both? Yeah. Like I was a Whistler kid. I only had the Whistler pass when it was not
1: the same entity. You know what? I think I had the Whistler pass too because my memories of like being a kid are definitely on there with the red tent at yeah. Mid station, and that's yeah. where I was like learning to ski and stuff. So you okay, know what? So- you're a Whistler kid. Let's go with my – yeah.
0: But you could be black home now.
1: Well, it's, it depends on the day. Like if it's sunny, you go on the side that it has more sun. If it's like – It's true. You know, it's, <laughs> it's a hard one to choose. I'm it's so kind of nice that
0: they're joined now. So that was in like I want to say ninety seven ninety eight that mm-hmm. they joined mountains, right? Yeah. Okay. Number two. This will divide it up for you. Now, ski or snowboard? Ski.
1: In your childhood, ski or snowboard? Ski. Okay. There, there was a brief intermission of snowblading. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I should add that in there. And, and snowboarding, but went back to skiing.
0: Okay, cool. Number three, favorite season?
1: Summer. Ooh, yeah.
0: Number four, in Whistler, we have great patios and great underground nightclubs. I ask you, patio or nightclub?
1: Patio. Yeah.
0: I would say the same thing. Yeah. Maybe like 10 years ago. I don't know what it was.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Man, Beagle 10 years ago was the shit, but oh, good times in there for sure. Uh, Okay. Number five,
0: what year did you graduate from Whistler secondary school?
1: Same as you, but I don't remember.
0: (laughs) I know. That's why I put that in there. I'm like, I I think we were 2001.
1: Oh, wait, I can grab my your book? grad thing. Should I go get it real quick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Definitely.
0: <laughs> two thousand and two. So she's pulling up her like our whole grad class image. Um, okay, there's what I think there was only about fifty
1: kids that graduated. Yeah, in it was two. It was super tiny. Everyone knew everything about everybody. It was pretty brutal. Yeah,
0: a school of three hundred kids from grade seven to twelve.
1: Okay, going down memory. Now we know that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> graduated in 2002. I also graduated in 2003. <laughs> oh, well. I went yeah. back because I didn't actually graduate. Anyways, more about you. Number six, first memory of elementary school that comes to mind.
1: Hmm. Um, elementary school. It's Myrtle Phillip. I don't know. Just playing outside. Like the playground, I guess, and just... Like Foursquare or something? Oh, you know what? I would have to say it's when Olivia came to the school because all of a sudden I felt a lot more comfortable there because my Were you in French immersion? No, but my mom would just dress me up in lederhosen because she's German and my dad's French and it really just was not good for my popularity. (laughs) I remember you in like coveralls, like jean coveralls. Yeah.
0: And, and pigtails
1: that's yeah, the thing that comes. <laughs> definitely rock that and yeah it was just hard being a euro kid in the beginning i had to like figure out how to adapt to the canadian ways. Fair. Were you born in Whistler? I was, but my parents still like going home and and hanging out with them and then just being european kind of like that was like my influence and yeah, yeah i was a bit of a loner for a while there but then got out of the uh the little hosen and well,
0: later <laughs> okay yeah okay number seven something your family did in whistler that was totally normal but may not be for others i feel like we just touched
1: on that yeah um <laughs> <laughs> yeah that would probably it be it and just like so later hosen well i mean i guess that's not really like a whistler thing but i think oh you know what i was having this conversation with somebody the other day i think just like the trust that our parents had in us on like just mm-hmm. being like okay go play see you later and they wouldn't see us for like hours until like we would come home at night with like cuts everywhere and just be like cool just sit down and have some dinner and they just never asked questions they totally like had faith in us just to go play which is i think a very rare like thing to have had in whistler and not maybe other mountain places but not i've never spoken to anybody that had that type of
0: yeah that's very freedom true. that's yeah. very very true Okay, number eight, you speak
1: three languages. What are they and what's your favorite? French, German, and English. Uh, No disrespect to my mom, but German is just the most horrific language in the world. (laughs) It's like you need an umbrella every time you speak to somebody. (laughs) Um, So I would say probably French and English. French is just very beautiful and romantic.
0: Um,
1: Maybe not when I speak it, but...
0: Oh, may we. I'm leash. <laughs> Number nine. Okay. We have Glacier Lakes in Whistler. Green Lake being one of the coldest that I know of. Have you ever swum in Green Lake?
1: Yes. You have? I have. I went um, wake surfing in it and with not a dry suit, not a dry suit. And to be honest, I was really surprised that I was able to go in the water. I was like, I swear this used to be colder. I and mean, maybe yeah. it was. I don't know. I haven't gone in. This was like maybe two years ago, but I was like blown away that I was actually swimming in it in just a yeah. bathing suit. Crazy. Okay. Yeah. I've
0: never, I just I don't, I feel like I've touched the water, but <laughs> people swim in it is
1: so cold. Totally. Well, anyway. you see people out in it all the time now, but I don't know. Maybe it's all maybe mental it in up. my head. <laughs> well, it is pretty cold, but it was <laughs> it was doable.
0: Okay. Number 10, last question.
1: Book or Netflix? Can it be, be an audiobook? audiobook? It it could be an audiobook. Okay, audiobook, one hundred percent
0: Okay, and then I have to follow up with what was the last audiobook you listened to.
1: Um Joe Rogan or My Dad wrote a porno. Oh, uh, like podcasts. Oh yeah, I guess. Oh, sorry, audiobook. Oh, can I look? Cause I don't remember.
0: Yeah. I never remember the names of any of my the books that I read.
1: Oh, actually, it was a really good one. Um, it was called "The Biology of Belief," and it was all about like your perception on like life and just certain things and how it influences your happiness and your thoughts and your well-being. Oh, so, like, cool! There's, yeah, it was really interesting. I'll send it to you. It was yeah, yeah. super cool. I'll put that in the the notes of the mm -hmm. podcast. Just like even the effect of like being in a womb when you're a kid and like just what your mom kind of like sees and feels and how it's kind of instilled in you, just perceptions and just like, I don't know. It was very interesting. I really enjoyed it. Awesome. All right. So that's our rapid fire. I think our listeners got to know you a little bit
0: better. But what we're going to talk about is kind of growing up in Whistler, both you and I had left Whistler for a big chunk of time. And now we, I mean, I, I, am back living in Whistler, but we both travel a lot and you're in Vancouver and Whistler. So let's talk about kind of, um, just starting like growing up in Whistler, how, how now you can look at back and be like, wow, that was different than
1: probably what every other kid grew up as. Totally, man. It was the best. I like moving to the UK and seeing a lot of the like my friends there and, and what they were like and people that weren't necessarily my friends either. And just their outlook on life and the way that they were definitely made me appreciate, um, growing up in Whistler so much. And just like the use of our imaginations too, like going and playing outside and just Mm -hmm. being outside in nature. And I don't know, just constantly just using our minds and our freedom to kind of just do whatever we want to have fun. Like nothing costs money that way, Mm -hmm. you know, whereas like you,
0: you went from living in Whistler full-time to living downtown London.
1: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's a pretty heavy change. I know it was insane. And also like the life that I kind of landed into there, like it was just so crazy. The switch over from just like being a mountain girl And, like, I traveled for modeling and stuff, but never, like, at an age where I was, like, more of an adult and, Mm -hmm. like, taking in the world in a more spongy way, I guess. But Mm -hmm. I was, like, holy crap. Like, I started working on this car rally race and then um, ended up staying in London and got a job in event management, which then kind of led me into DJing. But, like, yeah, it was just, like, a whole different world. And it was amazing. And it really opened my eyes up. And I had the most amazing experiences, but ended up missing the mountains and ended up missing just that freedom of being outside here. And like, just that, like the nourishment that it, the nature gives your soul, you know, like, mm-hmm. it's just so, oh, it's just so nice here. We're very I know. Lucky. I feel like we, t- I took it for granted. I mean, I got to
0: travel the world, snowboarding, mm-hmm. um, like you did modeling at a young age, but I think it didn't hit till maybe like my twenties, and my mid twenties. So I was like, you know what, Whistler's pretty rad. Yeah. And and it does take, I think, if I'm right, when I talk to the next guest, it takes us like time to reflect and leave our town and come back and be like, okay, there's not really anything like this totally. in in the rest of the world where we have mountains and lakes and pedestrian village. And one thing that we do have to take note that if our listeners don't know about Whistler, um, all of our bars are underground for noise restrictions. (laughs) And I remember going to other towns and being like, I don't know, you tell me if this is right. And being like, wait, there's windows in your In your like nightclub, what's going on here?
1: Holy shit, that's so true. I never really thought about that. But you're oh, you never, yeah. It's (laughs) it's such a weird Whistler thing. Yeah, they're all underground, most of them, except for like yeah. You're so. so right. That's so weird that I never noticed that. That's something I would probably notice, but. Yeah. Oh, freaking dinginess, but you got to <laughs> love them. we had some good times in
0: there. That's for sure. We definitely have. So you were in London and then the mountains called you home. And what was, um, after your eight year stint in London? Um,
1: what, like moving back here? Yeah. Did you move back
0: to Whistler? Or did you move back to Vancouver? No,
1: I, I mean, I kind of have the luxury of knowing all my friends and family and people that are still living in Whistler. So I've always been kind of in between both, but I did, like, from living in London for that long and just being in a city, like, I'm a very practical person and I, like, I'm very creative and all the things that I do, I like to get a lot of shit done in the day. Mm -hmm. And I find that, like, being in a city, like, Vancouver for me isn't really a city. There's still so much outside stuff to do. And just being an hour and a half away where in Europe, like, in London, it took me an hour and a half to get anywhere. like that time travel for me from here to there is nothing and it's so beautiful. Yeah. So I just like the opportunity in the city, I guess, Mm -hmm. Um, just with my job and like, I don't know, just. So you're,
0: you're currently still DJing and then you also are founder and designer
1: of your clothing company. Yeah. Which right now is predominantly masks, but that's okay. Adapting to the times.
0: I know that's what it's all about. But the one thing I want to get out of this is like, there's so many diverse people that come from Whistler and I do want the world to know that they're not all athletes. I mean, you are an amazing skier. Don't get, don't, do not get wrong on that and as listeners. Um, But at the same time, you have been like so passionate and driven with your DJ business. You were a model um, and now clothing and DJing. It's like, we're very like multitask kids that can like, do anything that's thrown at us or if we have a goal we want to achieve it. Mm-hmm. So what what do you where do you think that comes from?
1: You know what? It's interesting you asked that question because I've been thinking about it a lot. I think it's our freedom. I think it's the fact that like um like for me the reason why I do all these things which kind of ca- fell into my lap anyways, but like I like that I can like go and do something outside when I want. And just I don't know, I feel like growing up in a Ski resort town, you might not have like the typical society standards that are thrown into you in other places where, like, oh, you must do this and you must buy a house at this time. And then, like, I, I don't know, like everywhere else in the world where, like, when I was living in the UK, the amount of people that I saw that were so unhappy with their lives, working a nine to five every day in front of a, com- a computer every day, yeah, they're probably making a shit ton of money, but they're like going to a club every weekend blowing it all there and then just going back to work. So it's like, yeah, I don't know. I think maybe our, our outlook of like what living and like happiness is, is a lot different than most people's because we just don't need as much. We're like, you know, we just had the outside and it just, I think you're of- right.
0: I totally think you're right. I, I like to say West coast, we work to play and East coast, they work to work.
1: Yeah. Which um, is a really big thing
0: but whistler's something different in that whole entity it's like i feel like everyone just really wants to be outdoors all the time and you make the lifestyle work for you
1: well and you know what else did you're you're totally right i think like whistler has the most incredible sense of community like everyone's mm-hmm. so willing to help one another out and if somebody does go down like a new venture of some sort of creativity where they're doing it for themselves and it's a small business, everyone will be supporting you. Yeah. And it's like this beautiful system of everyone like buying from one another, helping one another. And like just this perfect flow of letting people be creative and support. It's so amazing that we have that.
0: I hope, I hope we don't lose it. I mean, we're at almost 12,000 residents right now. And obviously on the weekends we boom up to, almost 50 when we're not in COVID times. But that community is honestly what saved me from injuries and really wanting to come back here when I lived in the States. So we're very lucky. And your mom still lives in town. She's a realtor.
1: She's in Pembe, but she's like in Worcester the whole time. Yeah. Yeah, She just ended up buying a place there, but same, same. And then your
0: brother's in Pemberton too.
1: Yeah. He just got a place there. Yeah.
0: So family's close, community's even closer. Mm-hmm. Anything else that we can add to what it's like being a Whistler kid and growing up here?
1: Um, man, we were
0: just spoiled rotten. Like,
1: <laughs> it's we were, true. But like – and
0: In a I, good yeah. way with the views and the mountains and like – Totally. Not, like you, we didn't like get everything that we wanted. No,
1: no sorry. Yeah, like spoiled yeah. in a way where like we just had – like COVID is a perfect example. Like Mm -hmm. look at everywhere around the world where people were trapped inside, like horrible. Like, can you imagine that? Whereas here, like we had the luxury where we could still go outside and not be around people and like be amongst nature and like have that happiness and that sanity where like that is like such a luxury to have. And it's true. You know, like even if they close the mountain, you could still hike up you know? I know. I mean, so it's- we are, I, I always think about this. Um, my parents
0: had this house in in Alpine, which is a subdivision in Whistler for our listeners. And because uh, people actually live here, siren, big news alert. <laughs> <laughs> and um, And I think about the view that I had in that bedroom. Like right now, I'm looking out at trees, which I am not mad about. <laughs> but the views that I had in my old alpine house i well looked at whistler and blackcomb every morning when i woke up yeah like that's how spoiled we were
1: <laughs> totally yeah and i i think about that quite a bit actually like just like when you do the drive from vancouver to whistler or like whatever yeah and you see the view i'm like man if that's still like fucks me up i'm sorry Yeah. It's okay can you imagine what that would do to people that have never seen that type of beauty before I like know oh, it's just so jaw dropping beautiful. And then you get into the mountains on like, the winter days are so beautiful when it's snowed and it's just like so white everywhere. But in the summer too, when like Mm -hmm. you still see some of the snow on the mountain, everything is just so green. You see a little bear. It's like out of a movie or something. It's not like.
0: I know. I take it. I still take it for granted. I'm like, oh, I'm not going to go for like a jog around here and show people because it's the same thing over and over. But like, to them, it's pure beauty yeah. and it's not a concrete jungle. So we are very, very lucky to have grown up here and still call this pseudo home.
1: Totally. Very, <laughs> very lucky.
0: Well, Nat, thank you for your time. Where can people find you online?
1: Um, Just on my Instagram, I think, is probably where people hit me up the most mm-hmm. um, or by email or my website for my – clothing line is uh Mm chiclittleboho.com not much on there right now because the masks (laughs) but hopefully knock on wood that will all settle soon and i'll be able to make some pieces that are a little bit more interesting
0: awesome and what's your instagram handle so everyone can follow you
1: um n-a-t-h-a-l-i-e-m-o-r-e-l sorry french spelling
0: Mm -hmm.
1: um yeah at natalie morel
0: At Natalie Morrell. Awesome. Thank you so much for dropping in with me. I hope the listeners learned a lot about what it's like to be a Whistler kid.
1: Thanks for having me, babe.
0: Drop in next Thursday for our next Whistler kid. Wanted to add a little fact check in here. Whistler and Blackcomb Mountains merged in 1997. And Whistler has the capacity for about... 30,000 overnight visitors. Thank you, DJ Kenosis, for the music and my mom for the intro.